0: This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 257th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. We're going to title this episode, Why Pinay Soul Makes Sense for the Falcons at Number 4. We're also going to ask you to go ahead and go over to Twitter and follow us at D'OrlandoAJC and over to Facebook for our Falcons page, Atlanta Falcons News Now. Thank you. So, hey, we're going to get started here. Just going to go over the list, why Pinay makes sense. The number spot for developmental quarterbacks. The Carolina trade. Then we'll hear some audio. We'll pick some. We'll pick some pinay early, and come back with some cow pits later. And then we're gonna look at the five players on the radar screen for the Falcons. Now, here's what we know: April 6 drafts, April 29th. Trevor Lawrence is going number one. Zach Wilson's going number two. They traded Sam Darnold to Carolina yesterday, so that's what's gonna happen. Three is where the intrigue starts, and we kinda got a good beat on this one. San Francisco did not trade up to number three for Mac Jones. Stop believing it. Nobody has him as a top five talent. It's a good college quarterback, great game manager. You're not gonna win. He's not gonna push you over the top. He's gotta, you know, he's gotta have everything around him. You know, maybe he's the perfect fit, but you don't trade all of they what they traded to draft Mac Jones. So that's not, I can't get anybody to, to buy that. You don't trade up to three and give up those number ones to draft a guy that you know is a developmental guy. So they're, they're traded up, they traded up for Justin Fields from Ohio State, from Harrison High. So that's how we're going to keep proceeding until we see or hear otherwise. So we're going to Wilson, uh, Lawrence Wilson Fields. Falcons on the board at four. Hey, Terry says he's going to draft the best player available. And under this scenario, that's going to come down to Pitts and Sewell from Oregon, the tackle. And so here's what's going to happen. This is... Um, that's how it's explained to me. So that you could draft the, the Pitts, and he's a nice tight end. He's going to catch a lot of passes in the league. He can't block, uh, but, but you know, hey, he's going to give it a, the college try there. And so far, that never really works out. But uh, maybe he gets there as a blocker. But anyway, so you draft Pitts. He's going to affect the game maybe 15 plays. 15 plays and... and Maybe bad. Maybe there's a bad blocking play in that 15. But uh, maybe he's running 15 routes, and he's getting it 10, and um, he's a decoy on five. I don't know. Maybe he's uh, running five routes, and he's getting five catches, and he's running five other routes where he's a decoy, and then he's blocking five times, however you want to do it. He's a tight end. You draft a tackle. If he's legit, he he was a little shorter than... uh. They were listing him in Oregon. They listed him at 6'6". He measured 6'4". No problem, but he's a little bit heavier now. Didn't play last year, so he's up to 331. So I'm thinking you can get him down 320 pretty easy. Did lift up 33 times, and uh, I think he had a 28-inch vertical. But, you know, go to AJC.com. The story's in there. So you get the tackle. Whether you play him at left tackle, left guard, right tackle, automatically he's on the field 65, 70 plays. So you have solidified the weakest unit on your team by drafting a tackle who, by all accounts, is going to be a great player. Now, even if he's a good, very, very good player, you've improved your line. So... Uh, that's the thinking there is that, Hey, this guy's going to play 70 plays. This guy might play 15 I'm up at four. I don't want to be up here again. So I need to keep Matt Ryan up. So that's the other thing is that, Hey, you want to draft somebody at four that, you know, you got tied up for six years, you know, five and you know, you can franchise them. Or, or, you know, you definitely want the five and the second contract. You just look at who can get to the second contract. Okay, is that Pitts? Maybe. Uh, Fields, he's going to be gone. Uh, Sewell, yes. The wide receiver? Yeah, something could happen. Or the cornerback? You know, you got to look at it like that. This guy improves your team immensely at four. And that's where we have to stay here on April the 6th. Now, uh, with the fourth pick, A second issue, developmental quarterbacks. So there's a a report out um, by, um, uh, you know, the the aggregators took this report from Morton Anderson on ESPN saying that, uh, uh, you know, Terry Fontenot wants the developmental quarterback, lands at four, and Arthur is fine with going forward with Matt Ryan. So that makes sense, you know, um, they, they pushed this contract back. Arthur knows if he waits a pick on a quarterback now, that team is not going to be better next year. That kid's going to be sitting for two years. And this team ain't good enough to not fix some of their problems. So he knows that. Now the uh, GM is like, hey, he's thinking big picture. He's thinking three years down the road. Hey, what do I do when Matt Ryan's 39? I ain't going to be back in the draft. Who am I going to get? So, yeah, that makes some sense. But it's, you know, you're not picking the developmental quarterback at four. So that's where you can circle back around to your trade back, get out of there to to nine, and, uh, you know, get some picks or whatever. But Denver's still sitting there. They got, you know, Denver's got to do something, and New England's still sitting back at 15. So, yeah, you'd still have some trade partners if you don't want to improve your line. So uh, keep an eye out for Denver and New England because they still got to do something at quarterback. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be the answer uh, in either of those places. So, uh, Trey Lance would make sense. Mac Jones to New England would make sense, and then you can start going into the second tier of quarterbacks, which we are going to break down for you on Sunday. Uh, we got a, a from all the way from Trevor Lawrence to Jamie Newman. We got some little bit on all of them for you. So, hey, let's go ahead and hear from uh, Pinney Soho and then we'll get to the the Darnold trade and uh then we will um, look at the five players moving forward. But here is a uh, here is Pinay on his Zoom call yesterday. Hey, man, I'm Media. Have you had a contact from of- week
1: more towards uh, the 49ers. Uh, yeah, uh, the content's been good. Uh, the conversations have been fine. Uh, follow up if I may. Your favorite offensive tackle in the NFL? Thank you, Matt. Uh, both ties in with the 49ers still and Trent Williams. Trent Williams is my favorite player right now and uh, the way you know, his athleticism and stress and a lot of uh, certainty in my mind, but wherever I go, yeah, it'd be fun,
0: but yeah. And just a follow-up, uh, could you describe for the folks in Atlanta what your game is like and how you like to play along the offensive line? All right, that's Penny Soul. the big tackle from the University of Oregon. Hey, let's look at this Carolina trade for Sam Darnold. See what they're getting here. Darnold was a uh, first round, a uh, third overall pick in two thousand and eighteen. In three seasons with the Jets, he is thirteen and twenty-five. Uh, some good numbers. Almost completed 60% of his passes, uh, 729 completions, 1,219 attempts for 8,097 yards out of USC. Uh, and this is uh, another key stat. You want the touchdown to interception ratio to be 2 to 1, not 1 to 1. He's close to 1 to 1. 45 touchdown passes, 39 interceptions. And his uh passer rating is 78.6. Has some arm talent, so they they think they can fix him. I'm sure they talked to Robbie Anderson who played with them uh with the Jets uh for a couple years. So, I'm sure that um they think they've upgraded their position at quarterback getting Sam Darnold from the New York Jets. Now let's uh we talked to Kyle Pitts, had a big Sunday story on him in the AJC and um, we got a little Kyle Pitts audio for you here. So let's go right to him.
1: but that's something that I look forward to talking to you
0: all right that's kyle pitts um good guy good talking to him he was a high school quarterback and then switched schools and, and moved uh, to tight end and started getting scholarship offers temple came in early of course then penn state and pitt which you know he's out of philly so those are two biggies for him and after that he started getting national uh notoriety florida got in and uh Coach Mullen, when he became the coach in Florida, he put in the tape and was like, oh, we got something here. And he's correct. So, he's going to go six in our mock draft we're working on to, to Miami. And uh, he was talking to Brian Flores at his uh, day at Florida. Uh, but, yeah, Kyle Pitts to, to the Dolphins at six makes sense because they're all in on tour. They're not in the quarterback market. So, that's where we're going here. We're, we're going to work on the mock draft at 4.0. That'll be up tomorrow. We had them traded back to Denver last week, but we got him sit. I mean, two weeks ago. I mean, that might could still happen, but we're going to sit at 4 and take Seoul again uh, this week. So that's where we're going with the mock draft. So the last five things here is, uh, you know, Sunday story. We kind of got this thing broken down uh, to the Five guys on the Falcons' radar screen, and, uh, you know, we shared uh shared them here throughout. Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. Quarterback, Justin Fields, Ohio State. If he somehow slips to four, they got to take him. That would a be, that's, uh, you know, he can play right away. You can have him throw some of the Muhammad new stuffs and do some Tyson Hill stuff, uh, you know, while Matt's still here. Uh, you know, so, so, but I, that's not, you know, that's not going to happen. But Panay soil gets you better right away. And you got to anchor on the line. I mean, this guy can play. I mean, it ain't like, you know, I dug around on McGarry. It was like, yeah, he's a masher, but he can't defend. And he's got not elite speed. The uh, Chris, uh, listen, yeah, he can play. He's going to be solid. He's been just that and and look like it can even be better than that so but i'm not hearing anything bad on this uh soul kid at all and i've been i've been making calls for a while now uh made one very important one earlier today and i'll be looking to hear back from him that'll be a close deal uh if i get this last wreck from him but that's it yo so we got Pittsfield soul DeMar Chase and Patrick Sertan, too. So I think you can trade back and get Sertan, two, But Chase is going to be gone to the Bengals at 5 to reunite with Joe Burrow there and uh, try to create some of that LSU magic in the Queen City. So we're getting ready to wrap it up here. episode 257. Wapenay Soho makes sense for the Falcons at number 4. We also discussed... Four being too high for a developmental quarterback. The Carolina trade for Sam Darnham. Audio from Kyle Pitts and Pinay, And then five players on the radar screen for the Falcons. So with that, we're going to get out of here. Take care and have a great rest of the week.